well, well. Look who walked into the shop. If it isn't Johnny Roque. Hey, Rob Martinez. How's everything going? It's actually Vill Villalobos. Oh, there was a whole name change thing. What? Yeah. When was this? There was. It was a long. It was last year. Oh man. Villalobos is my is my is my real last name. We'll we'll, we'll get into that maybe. maybe oh we'll no, let's that. do because I've been thinking about changing my name too. Oh really? Yeah. Okay. Well, we'll get into that. Oh. This isn't the first time I've cut your hair. I just want to make that known, Johnny. You've you were actually my my model when I got my barber license. Which I'll always remember. You get free haircuts for life because of that. <laughs> but no, you give really good haircuts. Let's talk about your hair right now before we get into it. Let's see. I'm trying to see uh, what's going on here. When's the last time you got it cut, John? I got it cut about two months ago mm -hmm. by some lady who didn't speak very much English. Okay, that's not, that's not a bad thing. Uh, well, it's not. It, it, it was kind of hard for me to translate what I wanted. Well, what language was she speaking? It's Spanish. You speak Spanish, Johnny? No, no. You don't speak Spanish? Uh-uh. Oh, wow. We'll My parents deprived that. me. Okay, okay. Uh, what, do we, what do you want to do with this today? Uh, I, I was thinking like really short on the sides, mm -hmm. and then just a little bit off the top. How short do you want to go on the sides? Probably like a one. You want to go one, huh? Yeah. Okay, we'll go one. Like the Macklemore, except not. <laughs> oh, that's funny you mentioned Macklemore, because I just found out who he was when I started working at this new shop. Really? I had no idea who he was, but a kid came in and asked for the Macklemore. <laughs> I said, who's that? And he said, oh, my God. He wanted to jump out of the chair because I wasn't cool. <laughs> Not the Mac I, I figured out who it is. Uh, but you, you still want to be able to, to comb this over? Yeah, yeah. I still want to be. The Macklemore is basically the old Gwen Stefani. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, right. Okay. Let's get it going. Let's get you draped. And we'll start it off. All right. Well, first of all, Johnny, uh, how's, how's the stand-up world treating you? It is good. Stand-up's always good. You just got back now. You said you were hanging out at the Improv? Yeah, I was hanging out at the Improv. How many nights a week are you out, Johnny? And nights a week, I'm out probably three. How old are you now? 26. 26 years old. How many years in comedy? I started when I was 18, so... Wow. About seven, eight now? How much time can you do, Johnny? Um, Be real with me. Be on the level with me here. I could do 45. Okay. I've done 30. If I get everything together and just... The thing is, when you're doing 45 and you don't do 45 often, it's difficult. It's like when you are when you first start doing three minutes. And when you first start doing three minutes, three minutes is hard. Then you finish that, you do five. Then you do another five. Then you get up to ten. Then you start doing 15-minute sets. And it's a whole, it's a whole craft. Because you're putting together a whole different show. Are you on the road? Every time I get offered, I take it. Every time I get a chance. Do you have a day job? Uh, yeah, I got a day job. Where are you working these days? I am working in Koreatown, selling high-end audio equipment. I've been doing this for seven, eight, about seven, eight years, right? So I've never had a real job where I'm constantly thinking about my future. Okay. Just, just cause it's never, nothing really interests me. What's the story with this job? How, long, how many years? Seven years you've been there? I mean, no, I've been at this job for about nine months. Oh, nine months. Okay. Yeah. I've had a new job every year since well, I was 18. Yeah, before I, I started barbering, that's what I was doing. Right? I was juggling a million different jobs and... 
Just try not to get fired and just <laughs> make that money. Yeah, until they start giving you more responsibility, right? Right. Oh, that was always my biggest problem because I, I always wanted to do a good job. Yeah. That's part of the work ethic. But then they would just give me more stuff to do and I would say, no, no, I just I <laughs> want to do enough just to get by. Stop giving me more stuff. Yeah, like they're paying me $9, which is a dollar above minimum wage. Oh, Mr. Big Time. I know. Thank you. It's, <laughs> it's just, and people expect you to bend over backwards for stuff like that. Mm-hmm. And there's a point, like I'm, I, I'm, I could be bought. <laughs> if someone said I'd give you thirty dollars an hour, I'd work my ass off day and night, right? Right. But for nine dollars, I work my ass off to about noon, and I start at ten. Okay. So you get about two good hours of work out of me. <laughs> And then it's kind of hard because it's a three-person operation. Like, you know how it is when you go to a job and you're like, I'm going to be out of here in nine months. Right. And then you're still there and you're like, oh, man, I should have been out of here months ago. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There's been so many jobs I just waited so I can get laid off or fired from. Right. Because unemployment sounds amazing. I didn't qualify for it. One time (laughs) I tried to get on it. They wouldn't let me go on it. I was really bummed out. Like, we all know those people that are, are un- unemployment, and they brag about it. I know. I get so much money from the government. Well, I'm one of the people that when, when I'm told someone's on unemployment, especially an, an actor friend or a comedian friend, yeah, I'll, I'll congratulate them. Like, they, like oh. they just graduated college or they won a prize. Oh, me too. You know, you just say, really? Yeah. All right. Hey, let's go have a drink. Congratulations. <laughs> Early retirement for about a year and a half. Yeah. Because uh, my our generation, we're not going to see any social security. I figured the world will be over by then, huh? Oh, no. There'd be a whole different world. Have you seen how much it changed in the last five years? Last five years? Okay, when the first iPod came out, the most it could hold was five gigs. Is that, is that true? Yeah. Okay. That's the most hard drives could hold back then, about uh-huh. five gigs. Now, people got like 500 gig hard drives? Well, I remember the days, you see I'm, I'm a little older than you, but did you ever even use floppy disks? Yeah. Okay, you remember that? 1.44 megabytes. I like to call myself the transition uh, generation. Why is that? Because we were around when all that old stuff was still there, mm-hmm. but we are also around when everything was going into USB drives, okay. was going into SkyDrive. Sure. Like, I was talking, me and my girlfriend went to the museum, and there's this old lady who was just talking about, oh, we didn't have all this stuff that you kids had back in my day. Right. Like, you're not dead. You still have it. Right. We got it about the same amount of time. You just chose not to learn it. Johnny Roque. uh, He's (laughs) uh, a senior's favorite comic. Yeah. (laughs) I like how you address that woman, that old woman. I'm just... (laughs) You're not dead yet. Yeah, you can still learn. Take a class at the YMCA. They, those are around. <laughs> what, what part of LA are you living in these days? I am in El Monte, California. How, which, far, how far away is that from where I am? From right where now? you are right now, if I was delayed, 45 minutes. Jeez, so you're driving into L, L, Hollywood every day? Every day, yeah. It's a grind. Every grind. day, or I write. Like I write scripts and sketches. Mm-hmm. Because my, my philosophy is there are more than one roads to a goal. 
Like a lot of people think, uh, the only way to get to this, I have to do this path. And honestly, there's not. For everything in life. Where have you, um, where have you played in the country? In the country, I've played, I uh, played the Reno Catch a Rising Star. Mm-hmm. I did that. Then I did Winnemucca. I did this casino in Winnemucca, which was terrible. Mm. Uh, where, uh, I've done the San Jose Improv. You've done the San Jose Improv, right? Yeah. It's beautiful. It's one of the best clubs in the country. Oh, my God. It's a beautiful... Like, if it's made for... It's made to just present great acts, right? Yeah. Just that huge stage... It makes you feel like a kid when you're sitting in the audience. I remember when you're a kid and they're doing all these plays on your school. Yes. And I, I was a part of choir, right? Mm-hmm. So I was involved in singing. I, I had to sing The Wizard of Oz. You had to. You weren't in the play, you were just part of the choir? Yeah, I was in the choir. Because they couldn't. They're kids, they couldn't memorize lines and sing. <laughs> what are you, uh, a tenor, alto, ten, alto tenor, or a baritone? You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. At that age, I was. Um, I think an alto? Alto. Yeah. Because my voice didn't crack yet. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, I think that's what it is, right? I can't remember. That's so I long ago? So. Yeah, an alto, yeah. <laughs> Why are you quizzing me? <laughs> Where Where's your next gig? Next gig, it might be the Haha Cafe. Okay. In North Hollywood. North Hollywood, right, right, right. Yeah. Any place is good. Any place that'd have me, I'm more than happy to be. Look at you, being all grateful. I am very grateful just because I like performing but I might not make it I got this I wrote for a show on Comedy Central called Trip Tank okay and they're having a like a just a premiere party at a bar like they they had a nice one last week that Comedy Central threw in everything okay and that was cool just because it was the first time where I went to some place and they offered free booze like, oh, look how fancy these people are. <laughs> oh, yeah. Take take no, note, ladies, the way to Johnny's heart, free booze. <laughs> Wait, so you have a girlfriend right now? Uh, I currently do, yes. How long have you been with this girl? For a few months now. Is she an actress, comedian, dancer, model? Uh, she, I met her doing stand-up, but she doesn't do it anymore. Oh, she doesn't do it anymore? No, no. Oh, good for you. I like that. Well, no, she saw how hard it was, and she saw how hard I was working. And her take is, I like performing, but I don't want to do it as a career. Mm-hmm. It's like a jazz musician that just plays on like every third Saturday. Have you seen her play? Uh, yeah, I've seen her perform. She's, she's good, huh? Yeah, she's funny. And she's a good critic of what's funny. Okay. Like if I ask her if something's funny, she'll tell me. She, she's not afraid to tell me no. Has she ever, <laughs> has she ever seen your set and just said, mm, no. Uh, not really into it. No. She's into your stuff. She's into my stuff, yeah. But luckily, around her, I've had I haven't had any bad sets. Have you ever had a bad set in front of um, a girl you were trying to impress? Yeah. I when I was when living in San Francisco. Oh my god! <laughs> I can't count <laughs> how many times I would invite a girl to the show. It goes so bad. <laughs> Just real bad. It. <laughs> You'd have to tell people I'm better than that, usually, I swear. Right. Oh, and there's always the, the, the polite, oh, no, no, that was, that was, um... That was nice. Th- not even nice, but I always, we get the, that was, that was something. Mm. <laughs> that 
was yeah yeah I guess we should maybe we should go now oh man oh man I have I've done well in front of friends family girls that I was trying to impress in front of my wife but I've also bombed miserably in front of friends family girls that I was trying to impress and my wife Oh. So I figure, I figure once you get past that point, I mean, you're, you're good, right? Yeah, once you get past that, you're more than good. It's I, I think once you get past the point when you bomb in front of people, and you still have the courage to hit on somebody, mm-hmm. you're more than good. <laughs> oh, I'm not going to name any names, but I would see guys that would bomb, and then they would just, after the show, they would get these, they would hang out with these girls, and the girls were into them. It's almost as, yeah. as if they didn't care. Oh, no, as long as you're out there, I think some girls... Like, I think to meet somebody, all you need is a good intro. That's all you really need. Just a good intro, huh? Yeah, to meet some... Like, if you're you're single and you want to meet somebody, get a good intro. What's a good intro? A good intro... Stand-up's easiest. Hey, you just saw me up there talking about everything that I want to talk about. But if you're not doing stand-up, like when I was in college, I would say a joke, and if the girl didn't like the joke, she wasn't for me. Like, I'd kid around about something. Mm-hmm. Like, I told a girl, like, it's a broad question in the classroom was like, so how would you like to die? Has anybody thought about that? And I was like, I want to get, I want to fight a bear when I'm an old man. Okay. Just fill me up with drugs and let me fight a bear. Okay. And she started laughing about that. I'm like, intro... Let's do oh, this. <laughs> right, right, right. I see what you're saying. That's why wingmen are so important. That's a term you don't hear anymore. Wingman? Wingman, the good wingman. Or maybe oh. I don't because I'm fucking married. Yeah, you're married. You so don't, I don't, I don't. You're, you're probably the best wingman. Oh, right. Because you're married. Safe. Yeah, no one's... It's always like, oh, hey, have you... My friend Rob, he's married. Nice to meet you. Now oh. let's talk out over here. Uh, I've had terrible wingman experience. Where you were the wingman or you just no. had awful wingman? Awful wingman. Well, I'm oh, like, yeah. all right, you have to be my wingman here. Just help me progress the conversation. And nothing. <laughs> it would just be dead silence. And I would just have to talk about glue or whatever she did. Which is always the worst. When, you're, when you think you're interested in somebody, mm-hmm. and then you walk up there and you're like, ah... You're not interesting. Damn it. At least you're pretty. Let's keep this conversation going. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> that's true. What's the um, what's the worst show you've ever done? Worst show I've ever done would be easy. Oh, worst show I've ever done was at the backyard of some guy I knew who had a bunch of bands playing. Okay. It was packed. He had free tacos for okay. people. Well, it's sounding good already. Right? He said, all you have to do is five minutes between the bands while we do exchanging. Oh, no. Wait and, a minute. That sounds awful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that sounds awful. Did it not occur to you at that point to say, no, I shouldn't do this? No, I was like, five minutes? <laughs> oh, I got this. Oh, boy, Johnny. Youth. <laughs> oh, yeah. I was young. I was like 19, maybe 20. Okay. And then it was just, I was doing, I was doing well for the five minutes that I was supposed to be up there. And I turned behind. I was like, all right, guys. I'm about to get off. And he's like, oh, just do another 10. I'm like, oh, you don't understand. That, that's not how this works. <laughs> right. These people are tired of me. Right. 
you need to, I'm going to get off now. And then he was like, just do five more. We'll be ready. And I was like, all right, I do five more. Two minutes after that, nobody was listening. Mm-hmm. And then one minute after that, I was just, I got that inside sweat. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or it's not even coming out of your body. <laughs> your, your, your insides are boiling. Yeah. Your and you, inner organs are <laughs> like on a rotisserie. You get bloated. <laughs> Interesting. Look at you. Performing in backyards in between bands. Yeah, I, I never hit the clubs until I was like 23. I was never trying to be huge when I knew I couldn't handle it. Okay. Like, I started off in coffee houses and what uh, Craigslist postings. And the Ice House in Pasadena with Dave McNary. I don't don't, don't know that name. Oh, if you're you're ever thinking about starting in comedy and you're in L.A., go to Pasadena every once a month. Dave McNary does an audition for his show. He gives you 10 minutes if you make it on a Sunday night show. And you don't have to bring anybody, but if you do, he gives you $2 a person. It's literally the best show a new person could do. Because there's a bunch of other new people. Like, there's... He probably puts on maybe 10 people on a lineup. Everybody doing 10 minutes. Sometimes it's good. Sometimes it's really good. Yeah. Sometimes it's okay. It's never terrible. Oh, that's good. But oh yeah, Ice House Pasadena. That's where I started. That's your would you say that's your home club? No, because the Ice House is kinda weird to break into like that. Mm-hmm. I would say the closest thing to a home club I've had was Flappers. In Burbank. Yeah, Flappers in Burbank. And they know you when you walk in there they say, Johnny Yes. Like I know all the staff and everybody. Okay. okay. And I get thrown up. I don't really have to send in my avails that much. Oh, look at you, having clout, pulling rank at oh, clubbers. Oh, jeez, I wish. I do it, like, when you do, when you when you got a club, you just do it every once in a while. Because mm-hmm. you get annoying. But there, I, when I, that, I was there when that club opened, right? I, I, they would have me MC two or three nights a week. Okay. Two to three shows a night. And that's about six hours in a night. Of just doing stand-up. Wow. And that first year, I was... I got so strong as a comedian. Then then you try to decide... Like, I'm at that point right now where I'm trying to decide where I want to go with my act. Right. Like, it's always... It's weird when you see someone who... Like, Jim Jeffries. Mm-hmm. A great comedian. One of my favorite comedians to listen to. Doug Stanhope, same thing. Mm-hmm. But also... Uh, Greg Giraldo, amazing to listen to. Right. Jim Gaffigan, amazing. Okay. And they're all very different in their own different ways. And you got to find your own voice. It's true. Do you think you found your voice? Oh, no. Yeah. I could write a joke. I can make people laugh, but I haven't found my voice yet. I mean, I started comedy when I was 21 years old. Mm-hmm. I'm 35 now. And it's, I always second-guess myself and I'm thinking you know maybe I don't know what my voice is I'm, I feel a lot stronger about what I'm talking about in the last year and a half yeah but it took a long time for me because I, I, I was I was like what you're saying I could write a joke I would write these little jokey jokes and I thought they were 
funny and they're silly, but you know, what are you what are you saying? Yeah, it's like like I could write a joke that takes probably it could be a good ten minute set. And it takes probably six months to do. But do I want to be that guy who just does one-liners? Like, would I be satisfied doing that? Well, you know, the king of the one-liners, he's also one of my favorite comedians ever, Rodney Dangerfield. Oh, you think he's everybody's favorite. He was he was amazing with the one-liners, but, I mean, he was prolific. He was the one-liner dude. Yeah, and he was he's such an inspirational story. Mm-hmm. He right. did comedy for 12 years prior to that. Yeah, then he quit. Then he quit for a few years, but he still wrote jokes and sold them to people. Sold aluminum siding. <laughs> yeah, and then... That's... Man. Then he gets back involved. And he did all for his kids. Like, because comedy's tough. A lot of people don't understand how tough comedy actually is. You gotta go out multiple nights. You gotta... Sac- like, your friends and family have to be sacrificed. Yeah. There's times when it's just, oh, hey, honey, remember that dinner we planned? Can't do it. I got a late call to do this show. Why? Because if I say no, they're, they're probably not going to book me again. Ah, the life of a struggling stand-up artist. <laughs> oh, and then, unlike, unlike acting or anything, right? Mm-hmm. Acting, okay, once you make it to the top, you're there for a few years. And you may you may fall down. You may be there until you die, right? Comedy, you're there for a few years once you're at the top, and then you're falling down. Like no one's ever at the top of comedy for more than probably five to seven years. You think so, huh? Yeah. Did you ever go out for Last Comic Standing? No. What about America's Got Talent? No, I never did America's Got Talent or Last Conditions. You know? Yeah. Why not? Why not? Cause it's something that I don't really want to show to the world yet like that. Oh, okay. Right, right, right. Because if I do become that hot girl, I got to make sure I have the (laughs) hotness behind it. (laughs) If you do become the hot girl. Yeah, like... (laughs) Well, I hope one day you do become that hot girl, Johnny. Oh, me too. (laughs) Now, let's let's talk about this Spanish thing. You don't speak Spanish. I didn't know that. No, I don't don't speak Spanish because my parents never taught me. It wasn't like a choice. Where are your parents from? They're from East LA. East LA? Yeah, my uh, the only one that I think is from Mexico is my grandma. Why wouldn't they ever teach you Spanish? They just, they're busy. They're gangbanging and <laughs> going to work and raising kids. <laughs> well, that does take up a lot that, of time. T- yeah, you gotta teach, you gotta teach them one, one language and then gangbang after work. It's mm-hmm. <laughs> takes forever. Right, right. I can imagine <laughs> you're just, they come home and you're just saying, hola, and then they say, oh, you know what, Holmes? Not right now. Yeah, nah, just, come on. <laughs> just give me the TV remote. <laughs> so what, what about, does, does it ever occur to you, maybe maybe I should try to learn it? I tried. Oh, you did? Yeah, it's hard to learn. Because <laughs> people expect, have certain expectancies mm-hmm. uh, out of my mouth. Okay. So uh, if I say a word wrong, or if I say something different... Then I, then I get embarrassed, and I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about that. And it's like I took Spanish one like two times. I did, I de- I got Rosetta Stone. I can, I can order food now, but I have to start. <laughs> you won't starve if you're south of the border. Oh, I know. You it's, will not starve. I'm just hoping more people learn English, like in the world. Like China, if China learned English, it's over. <laughs> 
Yeah, you think so, huh? Uh, yeah, because there's a lot of countries out there where the English is number one language. It's like my grandma also asked me that same question. Why don't you? Why never? Why didn't you learn? I was like, why didn't you teach me, grandma? Right. She was like, because I was learning. I was learning English. I didn't want it to be counterproductive. <laughs> right. What'd you say to that? She was like, oh, you learned it pretty well. You know, counterproductive. Mm. Which she does. She like, my grandma's fully assimilated. Oh really? Yeah, she owns property. She <laughs> has a license. Everything. It's but I don't know. It's just weird being a third generation Mexican or a two and a half. I don't know what I am. Because I grew up around a lot of first generation Mexicans. Okay. And that's all I got was just, why don't you know Spanish? Right. And it was just like, are you ashamed of your culture? Right. I'm like, nah, I like rice and beans. Sure. Come on, let me let me hang out with you guys. Look at Johnny trying to build bridges with uh, the rice and beans. That's all I got. Yeah. All I got. Like, I wish I was more Mexican. But you are, you are. You're of Mexican descent. It's not that you're more well, no, Mexican. I mean, I wish I was more culturally Mexican. Okay. Because then I could, I could share. There's something about sharing something culturally. Like when two different people from the same culture meet, they automatically have that binding them. Like the only thing I have is like nerdy stuff, like video games and computers and stuff. Oh, uh, okay. Because I was a lazy kid, and I was into that. <laughs> is, is your girlfriend a Latina? She is, but she also doesn't speak Spanish. Oh, well, look at that. That's perfect. <laughs> but she knows how to make tortillas fresh. Really? Yeah. Oh, man, that's, that's a talent. That is. Her grandma taught her and everything. I don't know. We don't know. We talk about kids, some, and it's all speculation. Because we, we both don't want kids. Right. But accidents happen. Hey, you know what? <laughs> you just you just proved something to me right now. Talking about kids and you're not even married and not even talking about marriage. That's straight up Mexican right there, my friend. <laughs> no, having kids and not being married. Right. Oh, jeez. Like, I remember being in high school and knowing people who've had kids. Yeah, me too. Right? Isn't that insane? Like they have babies. They couldn't pass algebra. And you're just like, someone's going to give you a kid? Yep. Oh, my God. And it's like now I feel like I'm falling behind. Because before it'd be like, man, these people are having kids. What losers? And now I'm the only one without one? Yeah. <laughs> like a lot of my friends had kids. And you know that from Facebook. I'm not... Uh, have you, did you go to the high school reunion? I did. It was great. Was it? Yes. Ah, oh, man. I, I don't think I'm going to go back to mine. You should. At least it's not this fun. one. It's a lot of fun. People are people are there, and I don't know. I just like I like being in that vibe. I definitely don't look anything like I did when I was in high school. Oh, wow. Were you a fat white guy? I was <laughs> <laughs> no, I wasn't a fat white guy. <laughs> But I, I, I definitely was, was not uh, one of the cool kids. I was not a jock. Oh. I kept to myself. I, no one, when I told people I did stand-up, they said, what? They said, you were so quiet. We thought, I don't know, some, you were just really shy or you were just going to shoot somebody eventually. Yeah. And I said, well, look, I just 
It just took me a while to break out of my shell. Did you ever do theater? I took a couple of drama courses, which I really liked, but I was too shy to go out for the, uh, the any of the plays. I like theater. I, I was in drama, and the reason why I like stand-up is that it sets the environment where you're able to talk sure. and not be interrupted. Because I was like that, too. I was a very, I'm, I'm a very big introvert. Mm-hmm. Like, when I get home, I just like to play video games for hours. Like, six hours, maybe. Are you serious? Yeah. Wow. Six to eight hours. I could play easily. And it's just something that I can get lost in and not have to worry about. Does your but, girlfriend play video games? No. No, not at all. What does she think about you playing video games? She doesn't understand it. Wow. It's, like, when I was a kid, like, uh, say, eight my dad had me polishing brass. He'd get pieces of brass that he found at the swamp meet. Bring home polish. And I was just like, hey, want to make this look nice? And since it was such an easy task and it was fun because you got a good product at the end, mm-hmm. I could do that. And that's what I like about video games. Like I've been playing this one game called Dark Souls. Okay. It's one of the hardest games I've ever played. What, what kind of game is it? Uh, action adventure game. Which means I get to be a knight who oh. beats up dragons. <laughs> wow. And I I hurt my thumb playing it so much. Hey, dude. It's suffering casualties. My body's getting old. <laughs> I don't know if it's getting old because you're breaking your, your fingers playing video games. I think it is. There's, <laughs> there's something that you just don't do. When what, you're a kid. What about what about your diet? Are you eating better these days? I'm trying to. Trying to not eat bread after, I think, 5 p.m. Okay. Just because my body won't... Can't, I can't burn that many carbs after 5. Like, I can eat carbs in the morning and lunch, maybe. But after that, it's just... It all goes in the middle. Like, I... And I have a weird body. Like, my body... All my fat is just... I look like a pregnant 15-year-old. Mm, okay. It's well, you, you didn't want to become the hot chef. <laughs> so you're kind of on, already on your way there. Although a pregnant 15-year-old, kind of not the hot chef. Not I, at all. At one point, she was the hot chef. Uh, no, she, she just didn't have a dad around. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, so your body is like a pregnant 15-year-old. Yeah, because like my legs down, I'm pretty fit. Okay. Like I have, I have, nice, I have nice chicken legs. <laughs> <laughs> like I was the legs of a skinny man. <laughs> oh, but it's uh, like I understand why Winnie the Pooh wears only a shirt. Like if I, if I had a choice, yeah, I'd walk around naked, waist down. Waist down. Yeah, don't you hate that? Like when your stuff is all just bunched up in the middle sometimes. Yeah, yeah, I do actually. It's like girls don't understand that. Yeah. Like they don't. <laughs> When you're sitting down, it all just kind of gets wadded up like a paper ball. Well, hey, I ride a motorcycle. And oh, what kind of motorcycle? Right now, it's a Yamaha uh, Maxim, 1981. Okay. A little vintage bike. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. I'm trying to see about getting a Harley Davidson. Those would be fun. Have you looked on Craigslist? I'm always on Craigslist. Me too. Yeah. All I right. Go ahead. I used to ride a Honda Shadow. A oh, you did? Really? Yeah. I might have known that, Johnny. Oh, my God. Because I sold it like two, three years ago, maybe. Before that, though, oh, my. I loved riding my motorcycle. Until the rain season came. Did you ever have a bad spell? No, no. Thankfully, no. 
I hit a tire once with my foot. Like, ever been doing that? You drive, you're riding about 90 to 100 miles per hour, and you see something off in the distance, and it, then you blink, and it's right next to you? Yeah, yeah, I actually have. I have <laughs> been there. What was the worst spill you had? I got hit head-on by uh, another car making an illegal left turn. Jeez. And um, that was when I first moved to L.A. Oh, L.A.'s the worst to ride in. Because yeah. people already don't care about you when you're in a car. And they don't care about you when you're a pedestrian. But on a motorcycle? I used to have the worst luck with old white women. What's that? All, every time I'd get on the 110, yeah. I'd almost get hit by an old white woman. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know what I attracted. But it's just when you're riding in L.A., you always got to look out. Look just left there. It's not as fun as when you're riding like in Orange County or like have you ever rode out to Inland Empire? No. No, I have not. If you ever just a good ride take the uh, 10 to the 605. Okay. And then take that to the 210 up. Clear roads. No one's really switching lanes too much. It's a good ride. A terrifying ride, take the 110 anywhere. <laughs> I, I, I will agree with you. <laughs> There's like, uh, I told my girlfriend I was thinking about getting a motorcycle. Okay. And then the next day, she saw someone on the floor next to his bike and his girlfriend was crying. Or the girl that was riding with him was crying. And she was just like, you can't get a bike. You know, I, I see when I mow my bike sometimes, I'll be on the 405. Or the 105 and I've seen that and it's just oh my it, it makes me it, it really just it frightens me oh it makes me just think maybe I should stop riding when I see a, 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 a motorcycle that looks like a pretzel and then there's a, a, a what's obviously a drape over a corpse yeah that's the worst but you uh, there's different riders too like everybody thinks all motorcycles are dangerous which the the danger factor does amp up but it, it is what makes it so cool. Like, there's a reason why, I don't know, walking isn't that cool. Because it's pretty safe. <laughs> walking, walking isn't that cool. Walking is not that cool. <laughs> or the bus. But on a motorcycle, it's so cool just because of the danger of you might die. Like, when I'd see guys on their crotch rockets flying by at a 120 easy. You're just like, dude, how are you not going to get hit on that? I agree. I agree. I see that all the time. Guys, well, weaving in between cars. Yeah, they just they, got their first jigzer. They're doing, easily doing over 80, doing close to 90, maybe even 100. And it's... You're just like, what are you mind. doing? Do you understand you could die? You're wearing a helmet that won't protect your head from a 125 mile per hour crash. It's, I don't know. That's that's why I liked I like uh, cruisers. Cruisers have that nice heavy feel. See, that's what I'm looking for. I have. A Harley. A Harley. Yeah, Harleys do it right with the pipes, with the exhaust pipes. Cause you're not you're gonna hear a Harley from two blocks away, and you're like, oh, that's a Harley. But for like a Honda Shadow, unless you buy OEM pipes, you're gonna you're 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 risking your life. Or like even on your Yamaha, those aren't that loud, right? Well, one of my one of my mufflers is cracked. Mm, okay. So it's 
it's uh, it's almost like I don't have one. Okay, so that's so kind of good. It's kind of good, but it doesn't sound really cool. It doesn't have it that. Does, boom, 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 boom. It sounds more like a like a like like one of those leaf blowers with <laughs> like a really angry leaf blower. That's what that sounds like. Like you're the wicked witch from the southwest. Wicked witch from the southwest. All right, Johnny, we're just coming up on the end here, just putting a little product in the hair. Oh, cool. Making you look like, um, what's his name? What was the actor that played Richie Valens' brother? Oh, Bob? I don't know his name, but I know his name was Bob in the movie. Isai, Isai something, that's his name. Isai... Might be Morales. Yeah, Isai Morales. That's what you're looking like right now, my friend. Oh, really? (laughs) That, oh, man. That, that movie was so good. Too bad, uh, what's his face, wasn't played by a Mexican. Richie Valens? Yeah. But even what I realized recently is that Richie Valens was not really Mexican. I mean, he was. Oh, but no, but yeah, he wasn't. He didn't speak Spanish. He d- yeah. He didn't speak. Actually, he's kind of like you. You're kind of like Richie Valens. Thanks. That scares me. <laughs> but, but, but not only do you not speak Spanish, but he didn't have, I don't think he even had an accent like they had in the movie. You know how Yeah, like, no, he, I don't think he did either. Like, I think the reason why he was able to get away with it, which is because he was able to use Richie Valens instead of Richie Valentino. Right. Like, like okay, what, what, okay you're, you changed your name back to your original name, right? Right. And what was that again? Villalobos. Villalobos? Yeah. So it's Rob Villalobos? Roberto. Roberto's my real oh. name. I shortened it. I shortened it such a long time ago. Oh, but that's not that big of a change. No, no. What, what, what are you trying to change it to? Uh, rock. rock. I was thinking about changing it to Rock. Just, oh, Johnny Rock. Yeah, Johnny Rock. Oh, and so the... The Roque? Uh, okay. Which was... See, everyone... When, when, when I first met you, people said, it's Johnny Roque. And I thought, oh, okay, Roque. But then I saw it spelled, and I thought, oh, it's Roque. Yeah, yeah. And Johnny Roque. But now it's going to be Johnny Rock. I was thinking about it, but I like Roque, too. It's just weird, because a lot of people don't know how to pronounce it. Right. Like, Garcia, you can ease... Oh, that's Garcia. Or... Who Martinez? Right. But Roque, people think I put a Q instead of a G, like right. I don't know how to spell my own name. Or they'll, they'll, or they'll see it and they'll think, oh, it's Roque. Yeah, Roque. Oh, I Roke. hate that. Roque? Yeah, Roque? <laughs> you know how many substitute teachers called me Roque? Oh, it's... <laughs> but Rock? Or just keep the regular spelling and just have it Rock. Hmm. I can see it going Johnny Rock. And this, hair, this hairdo is kind of Johnny Rock. Yeah. It'd be an homage to probably... I don't know, Chris Rock was one of my favorite comedians coming up. Sure. He was... Like his... Uh, Bring on the pain? Yeah. That was amazing. What was the first stand-up you saw where you're like, oh, this is... Probably Sam Kennison when I was a kid. Okay, his I saw what one of his uh, just randomly someone had one of his specials on, and I was just blown away by this guy yelling at somebody. Yeah, he was, but Sam Kennison was very punk rock too. Like he was very, he had that punk rock feel. Hmm. Yeah, we're very rock and roll. Yeah. yeah. All right, let's have a look here. Oh, that's good. Like this. Yeah. I'm just showing Johnny the mirror right now. I'm showing him I took that one up. We just trimmed the trimmed the top, 
still combed over to the side, slick back a little bit, looking like Isai Morales. And that is uh, that's a nice blend. You're it's ready. good. No, the last person who cut my hair made me look like a GI. Oh, okay, yeah. I and that's why I was so upset. I think that's the only haircut she had. Because, like, the guy in front of me also got the GI haircut. Yeah, I know some barbershops that are like that. You get you get one cut, that's it. Yeah, and if you even if you ask for something special. All right, Johnny. That's going to bring us to the end of this episode of Fisticuts. I want to thank you for coming in, sitting in the chair, getting the, the haircut. Oh, thanks, Rob. What, what, what can people follow you? Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Johnny Roque, uh, Facebook, Roque Johnny, Instagram, Johnny Roque. Just Google. Google me. I'm going to come up. <laughs> Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Rock. Let's try that. Johnny, Johnny Rock. R-O-Q-U-E, Johnny Rock. Johnny Rock. 